0: Greetings and welcome to Union Street Hoops, a podcast dedicated to Valparaiso basketball and the Missouri Valley Conference. I am your host, Paul Oren, at NWI Oren on Twitter, and you can find Union Street Hoops on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Pods, Google Pods, and of course, nwi.com. Happy Fourth of July weekend, everybody, and thank you for listening to Union Street Hoops, especially for any of those who have stumbled upon the podcast for the first time as given Content we're going to be talking about today, it may very well have spread to some new people. Uh, we're going to talk about the Crusader mascot. I've got a guest joining in a little bit, Dr. Sammy Corbotli from Valparaiso University Engineering Department, who is as big of a Valpo fan as you can find. He goes to not only the basketball games, the football games, the soccer matches, volleyball, everything. Diehard Valpo fan. And he's got some real thoughts. About the Valparaiso Crusader mascot, and the reason why this has been a kind of a hot button topic here is uh, is widespread. Uh, you know, we've been talking about the Crusader mascot for a long time. You know, we things have been phased in and out. We've talked about that. We've talked about it with Mark Barber here on this podcast before. Then last week, a Facebook group started that that was basically talking about removing the Crusaders as the nickname, as the mascot of the university, and 1,700 people joined the group in four days. That's not, that's, that's a significant number. That's a lot of people. And you see when, when, when significance like that happens, the conversation gets restarted. And it's obviously led to the counterpoint of that, There's been another group, albeit much smaller numbers that has started, that has said, let's keep the Crusader. I ran a poll on Twitter that asked, should Valpo change the nickname? And 81% said no. And, and, you know, basically saying that they, they should not in fact, uh, change the nickname that it, it, you know, they, they didn't have a problem with it more or less, um, I said, do do you think Valparaiso should move away from the Crusader nickname? 81.3% of 475 people said no. So we're going to get into that in a little bit. I want to talk about that. Um, There's a couple other things, though, Valpo basketball related that I do want to touch on at the beginning. It's currently just after one o'clock on Friday, July 3rd, and... If you've been following at least my Twitter feed or Facebook, or in your, you're in Northwest Indiana, you're a Valpo basketball fan supporter, anything like that, you may know uh, the sad news of Rod Moore has gone missing, the longtime Valparaiso athletic trainer. Uh, on Tuesday night, he went for a walk, and uh, unfortunately... The idea was he he's been suffering from dementia, and the idea was it might be able to be tracked on his phone with the Find My iPhone app, and apparently that's not working. There have been a couple of tips here. uh, A a group of us, uh, a lot of people, um, I'm I'm hardly not the only one, have gone out looking for Rod. Both Wednesday night canvassing his subdivision. Thursday there was a tip that came in around 8:30 at night, talking about how Rod, someone matching Rod's description. Was outside Dish Restaurant in the afternoon, telling stories, and, uh, and so people once they once that tip came in, descended upon that area and canvassed a lot of the businesses around there. I know people were going back today to try to look at security footage from those areas, and a silver alert was just issued um, this afternoon, basically saying that they're investigating the disappearance of Roderick Moore. Um, 75-year-old white male, six feet, 180 pounds, gray polo shirt, tan gray shorts, knee-high socks, tennis shoes. Um, it's it's tough, you know. It's uh, I don't know any other details as of the moment, and I almost hesitated to bring it up here because, you know, much like much like newspapers or magazines depreciate in time relevance the second they get published obviously more information will come about this in the coming days as you maybe are listening to this podcast but as at friday at 1:30 central time this is where we're at and uh, obviously hoping for uh, for a good result out of this so many people have reached out um, you know i've put some stuff on facebook as have many 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 people and uh, I know in my little corner of the world, you know, the Drew family's reached out almost hourly asking for updates. And, and uh, you know, many, many former Valpo players and many former Valpo, you know, just people in the community um, have, have reached out and, and just are hoping for the best. And, and, and we all are pivoting away from that for a moment i I had a pleasure of writing a a fun story not not maybe not fun uh on e victor nickerson a former valpo basketball player who is in spain right now and was there playing in the fifth tiered league in spain um kind of gotten his professional career going he's played all over the place he played in the g league for the fort wayne mad ants um got cut from the G League. He's played, you know, in China, Hong Kong. He's played all over the place. And he was in Spain. He played there for eight weeks. And in seven of those weeks, he was player of the week, according to Evictor, averaging 27 and a half points and 19 rebounds a game. Those are big numbers. I don't care who the competition is. Those are big numbers. And uh, then the season was put on hold due to COVID. And because the season was put on hold, Evictor lost his, uh, his contract. And you know, missed out on on the housing and the food allowance that he was getting paid. And and so he's had four different flights back to the U.S. canceled. He's ultimately decided to stay in Spain as some of his family members have got some health issues and he doesn't want to come back and, you know, you know do all that, only to have to go back again eventually. I believe he's re-signed with his team in Spain, but the season doesn't start till September or October. And he, Victor has, uh, you know, he's had to move around a lot. He was in one place that didn't have Wi-Fi for two weeks. He was in another place that was infested with cockroaches. Uh, It's been a tough go for him. So uh, good story that I I talked to with Evictor. He's got a GoFundMe page on his Twitter page, at Evicnic. E-V-I-C-N-I-C, if you are uh, you know, so willing and, and able to uh, to help out Evictor, he's going through a tough spot at the moment. And he so he told his story, and that is on NWI.com. This weekend, tomorrow, as a matter of fact, 4th of July, the tournament starts, TBT, and Brandon Wood will be playing for Team Heartfire, former Valpo player. That team was supposed to be coached by Homer Drew, but the Grand Canyon men's basketball team, where Bryce Drew is the head coach, ended up having some co- covid positive tests. So Homer made the decision to not go to Columbus because he didn't want to risk um, being asymptomatic and kind of infecting anybody in the bubble. And so he pulled out of it. Billy Kennedy, the former Texas A&M coach, has taken over Team Heartfire that has Brandon Wood on it and Brandon Dawson, former Lou Wallace product that is uh, is playing. They'll play on Sunday, as will Team Hines, which is made up of EuroLeague players, including Valparaiso's all-time leading scorer and rebounder, Alec Peters. So the, the, those guys are playing. Uh, the first game tips off around 3 o'clock on Saturday, the 4th of July. And Grant Leonard, a guy that I went to high school with, who is an associate head coach I think at Queens College is uh, is going to be coaching a team that is the ultimate underdogs here they're all D2 guys they're called Unheralded D2 they're in the tournament only because another team had to leave because of a positive covid test and uh, so I'm you know I'm cheering on an old high school an old high school friend of mine. So the tournament, it's, I can't wait to watch. They use the Elam ending. It's, uh, it's amazing. The same ending that was used in the all-star game in the NBA this year. It's an excellent, excellent thing. And and I can't wait to, uh, to have some basketball here played on, played in the USA and and watch Brandon Wood and Alec Peters. It's going to be a lot of fun this weekend. So that tournament starts Saturday and goes until July 14th, where the winner take all of a million dollars, The number one seed is a a group comprised of former Ohio State players, including one-time Valpo commit John Diebler, the brother of uh, Jake Diebler, former Valpo player and coach who is now at Ohio State himself. So uh, those are all the different nuggets that are out there. I do hear that the Valpo basketball teams, both men's and women's, are going to return to campus next week, and they are not Guinea pigs, so to speak. They're the only team that's returning to campus right now for workouts. And it, I do believe the athletic department is going to kind of monitor them, a small numbered group. They're going to monitor them and kind of have their measures in place. Then once August fit, once August 5th comes when the other teams are going to return football, volleyball, women's soccer, and the track, uh, excuse me, cross country teams, which will be returning around that point. Uh, and, and, and so we're looking forward to, to seeing that. I don't know if it's everybody, they're voluntary workouts. So I don't know if all the freshmen are coming back. I'm not sure about the status of the international players. I do know Daniel Sackey's back in town. I don't know if Siggy Lorang or Emile uh, Fre- Frazevillian are back. Uh, I know that there's been some discussion about that. So, okay, let's talk Crusader mascot here. This is an interesting one for me. Um, Because I've I've fallen on one side of the fence before and I I'm I'm on the other side of the fence now and but I do know that it is an interesting interesting topic right Um, because the crusades and I don't know a lot about them I'll be the first to admit that I don't know a lot about the Crusades. I know that 1.7 million people died. Why? Because I Googled Crusades, and the first question up there was how many people died, and it says 1.7 million. I know that it was a battle for Jerusalem and the Holy Land, and I know that it was between the, the Christians and the Muslims, right? I, I know all this, right? I, I've studied world religion when I was younger, both in high school and at Valpo. I I, I know a little bit about all of it. It's never really impacted me right? It's ne- I've never really thought about it. Matter of fact, when I hear the word crusader, I don't think about that battle. I think about people who are, are crusaders, right? I mean, if we look at the, at the general definition of it, the second definition of crusader is a person who makes an impassioned sustained effort to bring about social or political change. Okay, we've seen a lot of crusaders here in the last several weeks and months. And I've, I've long said, you know, Martin Luther King Jr. was a crusader. There are many other crusaders that are out there, right? Both, uh, both big, big crusaders and, you know, social change crusaders like, uh, like Bono, the lead singer of U2 is a crusader to a degree, right? Um, It's, you know, maybe not a great example, but again, that term is out there, right? Now, the first definition is a person who participated in any of the military expeditions undertaken by Christian powers in the 11th, 12th, and 13th centuries to win the Holy Land from the Muslims. That's Merriam-Webster. That's the definition of crusader. And then you throw in the mascot, and now we've got a pretty firm idea of what the crusader is, right? It's probably more of the first definition than it is the second definition, right? And that might be, and it is problematic, for a large contingent of people. And Dr. Sammy Corbatley is going to come on here in a little bit and is going to talk about that, um, the idea of what the Crusades mean, uh, particularly to people from the Middle East and Muslims, and of which there are plenty at Valpo. Now, I can already hear the rumblings of people right now. If you don't like the nickname, don't come to Valpo. Really? Is that the kind of school that Valpo aspires to be? If you don't like it, don't come? I mean, because I hear that a lot, right? I hear that from family members of mine, you know? Oh, if you don't like this country, go somewhere else. Really? Is that, I mean, is that really where we're going with this? Because isn't that, isn't that we founded this country on the whole fact that everyone could come here and do what they kind of wanted? You know, I'm not trying to preach, right? I'm not, I'm not trying to preach. Let's be clear about that. I'm a basketball reporter and a communication professor. Uh, I'm not a political science guy right? Or a theology guy or any of that stuff, right? What I do think I am is a good person who listens. And I told you in the last podcast, I wanted to listen more. And I think I might be committing a bit of journalism malpractice on this podcast because I've only really got one side of the debate here. And I'm, I'm open to the other side, right? I just wanted to get this podcast out by the holiday weekend. So I didn't, ex- I, I didn't like go seek out somebody who is like way super pro-Crusader, although I'm happy to have that conversation. And if you want to have that conversation, shoot me an email, orin, Oren, O-R-E-N-N W I at Gmail.com. Shoot me an email, and you know, maybe I'll get you on the podcast. I'm not gonna put 15 people on the podcast, but I might find one and and go from there, right? Um, because I do think it's 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 an it's an issue that I think it's important to to if you're if you're fervently in the camp of I support the Crusader nickname, let's hear why. And if you're fervently in the camp of I don't support the Crusader nickname, let's hear why as well. And I've got that with Dr. Sammy Corbotli coming up here in a little bit. I want to talk about my evolution with this for a second, because I will tell you that there was a point in my life when I was firmly in the you want to change the nickname, you're insane crowd, right? And it wasn't you know, I read a post on the Valpo message board that there was a bo- there was a guy who said um, all these do-gooders uh, that it's all noise, all of that, right? Like we're seeing a lot of this kind of divisiveness out there in the world, right? People think that everyone's overreacting to PC culture and things like that. And is there some value to that? Uh, who, who, you know, I don't know. What I'll tell you is this, and here's my general thought on it. I don't. Think the Crusader nickname, the mascot, or anything really matters in my life. And I say that as someone who's been to 400 Valpo basketball games, 400 men's Valpo basketball games, and probably another 400 other Valpo athletic contests. I've been to, been to a ton in my life, right? And it just doesn't matter to me, the nickname. I went to Valpo. I've lived in Valpo for a long time. I didn't choose Valpo because of the Crusader nickname. If, if, if they could have been anything. They could have I went in grade school. I was in, in like in, in pre-K through like third grade, we were the comets. all right? Our, our mascot was like a shooting star. Then we became the Eagles, I believe. And then when I got to high school, we were the Spartans, which I don't know much about that thing. I've seen the movie 300. My freshman year of college, I went to a school that was the Falcons, and our mascot was Freddy Falcon, and uh, it was was Goofy. And then Valpo here are the Crusaders, right? Um, But for a long time, and particularly when I was in college, there was a lot of conversation about changing the nickname, and I thought it was all garbage. I thought, you know, matter of fact, I'm going to do something here. I'm going to read you a column that I wrote September 29th, 2000, published in the torch, the Valpo student newspaper of which I was a writer for then. And I covered the team. I had a column called the other side. I, I called it that because it was my way of trying to push the sports editor, put my column on the back page. Cause I thought if I can't be on the front page, I want to be on the back page. And there was a baseball player named Rodney Benner who wrote a sports column who had a little bit more seniority than me. And, uh, and so he got the back page column until baseball season started. He struggled to, to find time to, to devote to the torch. And I kind of elbowed my way into that back, back page column. And then by my senior year, I was, you know, the, the, the top sports writer and, um, you know, the top columnist, I should say. And, uh, um, so I wrote this column called The Other Side. And one of the things I always tried to do with this column was to take whatever topic was out there and try to take a different spin on it. Uh, you know, if, if, if Michigan State was going to win the national championship, I was going to write a column about why Florida was going to beat them. Matter of fact, I, I remember predicting that Florida would make it to the final four, or make it to the national title game when I was a sophomore and everyone told me I was crazy. And then they made it and then people started listening to me. So uh, whatever, I always try to look at the other side of an issue. And so some of my columns were just written snarky, because I enjoy snark. If you follow me on Twitter, you know that. Um, And and so but I want to read you this column that I wrote. And I'll give you just a heads up. It's bad. Like, it's really bad. I just think that I mean, it's just really, really bad. So let me just read this column to you. And you can kind of see where my mind was 20 years ago, and then I'll tell you where my mind is now. The Other Side by Paul Oren, September 29th, 2000. Okay, I'll admit it. I love the Crusaders. I love all of the teams. I love broadcasting their games, and I love writing about them right here in this column. However, here is something that I do not love. Oversensitivity. The buzz on the street is that our crusader mascot is offensive to some people. More specifically, all parties involved with the crusades. The argument has been made that as a Lutheran university, we are not instilling Christian compassion by endorsing the crusader mascot. Huh? Our cute little mascot offends people? How, I might ask. Because it has the same name as the crusades? How do you think the crusades got their name? They took it from the word crusade. That word was around a lot longer than the crusades were. Time out. I don't have the first clue if that's correct or not. I wrote that. I don't have any idea researching that. Or I don't, I, I don't, I mean, I look at the definition of the word crusader or crusade and uh, which the definition of the word crusade is any of the military expeditions undertaken by Christian powers in the 11th, 12th and 13th centuries. And the second one is a remedial enterprise undertaken with zeal and enthusiasm a crusade against drunk driving. Well, I know we didn't have drunk driving before the crusades. So, um, I, I don't know where that word came from, to be honest with you. And so me saying that, you know, like I can just see how I might ask because it has the same name as the crusades. How do you think they got the name? I, I have no idea where I got that from. Okay. Let's continue on. Now it is said Muslims did not view the Crusades like VU views them with the mascot. The Muslims view our mascot as a vicious killer. Does he look like a vicious killer now? Of course not. He looks like a fuzzy, golden-helmeted, Irish boxing-stanced warrior. How does that tie into the Crusades? It does not. I should tell you again that Crusader, mascot, when I wrote this, was the cartoonish character looking one, not the one that Valpo moved away from, which they now have, or it's the one that Valpo moved away from, they now have the faceless knight, so to speak. Okay, let's continue on. If the Crusader is offending, then what is not? How about the Hilltoppers, which is a popular high school name, also Western Kentucky's name? What about everyone who died trying to top Culp's Hill at the Battle of Gettysburg? Shouldn't they be offended then? That's actually, time out again, that's a good point, um, because just given that we're on the anniversary right now of the Battle of Gettysburg and, and the anniversary of Culp's Hill was uh, yesterday, or Little Round Top and Big Round Top and all of that was July 2nd. And, uh, and so, okay, I, a little snark there. I like it. I can appreciate it. Let's continue on. Now it gets really good. Before the Crusades even took place, various tribes of Norse barbarians laid waste to various colonies across an entire continent. They inflicted greater havoc, or at least per capita, than all the Crusades put together. Yet today, the Vikings play football in both Minnesota as well as the local Valparaiso High School. Should we attempt to compensate for historical wrongdoings here as well? Okay, time out. We've jumped the shark at this point. I, like Terrence Mann and Field of Dreams, I don't remember thinking that. I don't recall – or he said, I don't recall writing that. I don't even recall thinking that. I Per capita? Greater havoc or at least per capita than all the Crusades put together? What am I talking about? Where did I get this from? I have no idea. God, being 20 and, and sitting in the computer lab late at night, I, I, I came up with – before the Crusades even took place, various tribes of Norse barbarians laid waste to various colonies across an entire continent. I am a poet with my language here. I, but this is, uh, I don't know where I got all this from. Uh, All right, uh, going back to the column, just about every noun in the English language is going to offend someone or some group somewhere along the line. If a name is changed every time someone feels offended, what will our sports teams call themselves? Furthermore, how could any such sterilized name inspire any kind of pride in a team or school or city? Yes, it is unfortunate that crusades occurred, but does that mean from now until the end of eternity, the word crusader is not to be used? Quite frankly, that would offend me. Okay let's, I want to just look at the, uh, at, at age 20, I wrote that quite frankly, that would offend me at age 40. I don't give a damn. Like it doesn't, What if you told me we couldn't use the word crusader, I'd say fine. And, and that's the thing is that the, the word doesn't, bother me. It doesn't offend me. Cause I don't know a lot about the crusades. It didn't impact my life, but I do know people that it did impact. And I care more about them than I care about my own precious sensibilities of oh, PC culture. I, it just doesn't you, like, if it's going to bother somebody, it's a mascot. It's a nickname. It doesn't, it doesn't impact me at all. And if it bothers them, okay right? Like it, it's just, mm. okay. I want to take a break for a second. Cause I want to bring Sammy in because I, I think it's, it's interesting what Sammy has to say. Cause I can sit here as a white male all day long and tell you what I think or whatever, but I want to bring Sammy in because Sammy's got the background. Sammy, I, I think is really going to be able to bring some nuance to this a little bit. And then when we're done with Sammy, I'll come back and I'll, I'll, I'll share one more thing with you. Thrilled to be joined now by Dr. Sammy Corbotli from Valparaiso University, Associate Professor of Electrical and Computer Engineering. Uh, Sammy, you're a longtime listener of Union Street Hoops, and for that, I'm very grateful. And you are a longtime supporter of Valparaiso Athletics. You go to a lot of the games, you stay up on the teams and all of that. Um, what just kind of, first of all, how are you surviving and thriving now during this quarantine life and without basketball?
1: Yeah, uh, like you said, I am a big fan. I don't think I've missed a single episode of uh, Union Street Tubes. So thank you for having me. Uh, Yeah, the quarantine has been really tough. No basketball, no baseball, uh, not much of uh, social life outside of quarantine. So it has been really tough.
0: Now, for the listeners, they should know that you are a diehard Cleveland Browns fan. I am. <laughs> so quarantine and no NFL season might actually be a good thing? That's a joke. That's a joke. <laughs> I
1: get it, yeah. Um, unfortunately, this was supposed to be the year, right? Every year is supposed to be. Uh, yeah, yeah. Around. So uh, I, I had high hopes for this year, so I hope that the season doesn't end up being canceled.
0: So, Sammy, and, and this has been touched on a little bit in, in the podcast already, but um, there is a group – on Facebook, that started up last week, and this is not a new discussion, right? This idea of changing the mascot, right? Mm-hmm. This has been going on for years. I remember when I was an undergrad, it was talked about a lot. There was a late professor here, Bill Marion, who every year would 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 beat the drum on this to deaf ears most of the time, and uh, and then I think maybe ten years ago or so, there was another push to change the name, and then, you know, I, I know within the last couple of years it's been talked about because Parker Gatewood and I, my old co-host on Union Street Hoops, we we talked about, and, and I, I started pushing the Valparaiso Koala Bears because I love Koala Bears. Um, yeah. Obviously, that was a tongue-in-cheek joke at the time, but last week a group started on Facebook um, basically saying, you know, there's been a lot of Kind of public, I don't know if reckoning is the term, but obviously with the statues that are coming down and all the stuff that's out there, maybe now would be the time to kind of revisit this conversation of changing the nickname. And seventeen hundred people joined this Facebook group in four days. I mean, that's not nothing. That's not a small number. And you were one of the people who who hopped on the group, and uh, and I, I read. Um, I, I, I've been invited, I've not joined the group, but I've certainly read a lot of the stuff. Um, just what was your initial thought when you saw this kind of ground swelling of 1700 people in four days joining this group?
1: So it was amazing. I was, uh, pleasantly very surprised to see that there is so much support for, uh, retiring the crusader. And, uh, I have to be fully honest with you, to give a disclaimer. I'm, I'm an immigrant, so I came to this country in 2001. I was born and raised in the Middle East, uh, where most of the crusades happened. And I'm a Muslim, so I always thought that uh, my perspective was kind of unique, and then other people don't necessarily feel the same way. So it was uh, very heartening and eye-opening for me to see that so many people who not muslims and do not have middle eastern roots still find it offensive and um, th- th- that's great that's a great thing to see and like you said 1700 people in, in less than four days it's it's amazing um, and the conversations if anyone hasn't been there uh, i invite you to visit the group uh, the conversations are very mature and um and very good tone.
0: It's been an interesting evolution of conversations in this Facebook group, and it's made up of a lot of Valparaiso alums. It's made up of faculty members, current students, people in the community. The the name of the group now is the Coalition to Retire the Crusader. I think the name has changed over time. And it's been a fascinating conversation about some group of people saying we need to change this now, other people rightfully saying now is maybe... You know, it it costs money to do this and now might not be the time given all of the other financial stuff that's going on here. Um, You know, you and I both have have deep connections to the university, and I think we both know that there's most universities right now, a lot of small regional universities are are feeling the financial strain of COVID-19. There's uncertainty of what the upcoming school year is going to look like. There's uncertainty of athletics and all of that. And people are losing their jobs, and when they're losing their jobs, do you take resources to to spend on something else? That those are all nuanced, great questions. But I want to get back to the heart of the, the the question itself. I'll be the first person to tell you, as a white guy who grew up in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and then came to Valpo, the idea of the Crusades, studying the Crusades, being impacted by the Crusades, all of that stuff—it really it kind of went in one ear and out the other for me because it just wasn't my reality, right? And I think there are many things in the world that people can look at and say, it doesn't bother me, so it's not a problem. And naively, I think I probably felt that way when I was much younger, when I thought people were overreacting by wanting to change the nickname. As I've gotten older and realized that the world did not start and stop at my existence, I realized that, you know, yeah, there's some validity here. So I guess my question for you, why? And this is a, this is going to be like a blunt, probably too simple of a question, but why is it offensive to you? What what uh, um, you know? Wh- what at its core eats at you about
1: this? Okay, um, so that's going to be a little bit of a long answer.
0: That's good. That's that's oh. good. We got time.
1: All right. So uh, like I said, I was born in Tripoli, Lebanon, Lebanon, not Libya. So um, that's a city in North Lebanon. Uh, The biggest landmark in the city is a big castle that was built by the crusaders in around the year 1200, sometimes in the 13th century. So at that time, um, the crusades were waged by um, the Catholic church, by the Pope to come and, um, invade the Ottoman Empire or do something, you know, reclaim Jerusalem. I'm I'm not sure exactly why they wanted to do that. But they happened to come to my hometown of Tripoli, Lebanon, and invade it and um, occupy it for a little while. So until this day, there is 26th of April in my hometown of Tripoli, Lebanon, is a celebration for defeating the crusaders and kicking them out of Tripoli, Lebanon. Interestingly enough, even Christians in Tripoli celebrate that day. So it's not a Christian against Muslim thing. It's the locals against the foreign invaders. Okay. So the Crusaders are a group of people who came from Europe, invaded my hometown, occupied it for a little while. And, of course, when when you come, when foreigners come and occupy another town, they're not the nicest people. And, uh, you know, they're the enemies, right? Yes. So... Uh until today, people celebrate the day when they defeated the crusaders and they kicked them out. So it, it's not a good word in, in my hometown, in, in the whole country of Lebanon or anywhere in the Middle East. So um, I, I noticed that Muslims from outside the Middle East, like maybe Far East, uh, uh, maybe they're not as sensitive, but they— those who study history, they still tell you, oh, that's a group of people that was, you know, gathered to come and kill us. So you cannot be positive about it if you you study history. And then the the biggest thing is the Catholic Church is the entity that created the Crusades are the very same ones that apologized for them later. So if the Pope admits that the Crusades were a bad idea and if the Catholic Church Apologizes for them. How can we come and say no? The crusades. The, the crusades were a great thing, and uh, it's not offensive, and it's great. So back to my personal history. Um, I go back to Lebanon and visit my uh, family every two, three years. And uh, after I took the job at Valto, I uh, took some apparel to my nieces and uh, decided to go. You know, show them. The colors of my school and anytime i buy valvo apparel i make sure that i don't buy anything that has crusader in it uh, or says uh, anything offensive so i, I just buy valvo stuff and uh so i took some t-shirts and hats for my nieces and my niece who was seven back then uh, saw the colors and saw the the, the night the, the picture and she's like oh that's really cool what's his name? And I knew that I couldn't tell her that his name is the crusader or that I am a crusader. I, I, I don't like to say that I'm a crusader. So I, I had to lie and tell her that, Oh yeah, he's a knight and his name is Valbo. So I'm, I, I am a Valparaiso Valbo. That's right. So, um, I, I just feel that I wish I could be, I'm I'm very proud to be Valbo. I, uh, I love this university. I wish I I don't have to tiptoe around the fact that our mascot is a crusader.
0: When when you came to Valpo in 01, was it? In,
1: no, I actually came to the states in oh one. Okay, excuse Valpo me. In two thousand thirteen. That's right.
0: That's right. That's right. I, mean, I knew that because I I met you when you got here. I mean, was it? Uh, was it? Even before you went home and took stuff back? You know, was it? Was there like a, a personal, I don't know, justification that you had when you'd go to a basketball? Obviously, you want to cheer for the basketball team and everything like that. But is it just like, do you have to kind of compartmentalize when when you see the mascot run out on the floor and, and all that stuff?
1: Uh, a little bit, yes. So it, when I'm at basketball games or football games or soccer games, uh, I, if, if a cheer goes with something crusader in it i usually don't participate as much i don't participate at all uh i'm the first to jump and scream go valpo or anything that's valpo but i yeah i don't like to say Crusaders.
0: is is now the right time to do this i guess i mean that's a whole another layered question right i mean both you and i are well aware of the strain that's on academics at the moment with with COVID and all of that. Um, I mean, I guess I, I would argue that that there's never a bad time to do the right thing. But this does cost money, right? And money is a thing that just may not <laughs> be, be it's not growing on trees at the moment. Um right. I guess what what do you want to see kind of going forward from this and, and the group on on Facebook, what do you think is the next positive step to go forward here.
1: So I understand the financial strain and, uh, I'm totally with you. It's always the right time to do the right thing. Uh, but I'm going to offer you a different perspective on this. So, uh, the biggest thing that uh, we're supposed to be doing at this time to, to help the university financially is better recruitment and, uh, greater student enrollment. So, um, Anecdotally speaking, I I go to the mosque in uh, Meadowville area, and I know a lot of high uh, school-age students, and I I try to be out there and talk about Valpo within my community. And a lot of people are very interested in Valpo originally. And then I lose 50% of them when they find out that if you come to Valpo, you're going to become the crusader. So uh, that's one way to look at it. It's hurting uh, local recruitment of uh, local Muslims. On the other side, I have had conversations with people who worked in the uh, Office of International Programs in Valparaiso University. They come to me and say, you're from the Middle East, right? I say, right. And they say, so what are we doing differently? What are we doing wrong? What can we do differently to, to help our recruitment? And then I sit with them and we talk and it turns out that they go overseas to Saudi Arabia, to UAE, Qatar, all those places where they send a lot of students uh, to the states. And the recruiters will tell us that they go there, they'll have their tables, and uh, students will be coming to talk to them. And the next table will be like the, the Boilermaker or the, the Bobcats or the Lions. And then they have to tell people... Come to us and be the crusader, and that's a big turnoff. So, yes, um, I understand that uh, rebranding may cost some money, but it may have a positive uptick on helping with recruitment, so that would offset it. And then on the group on Facebook, a lot of people are saying that they are willing to financially contribute to offset the cost of um, changing the, the, the flooring at the ARC or at those places
0: yeah without question we're seeing a lot of that on there and again it's it really is a fascinating thing right because and, th- and this is the conversation that we're having in the world with a lot of different things right now just because it doesn't bother group a doesn't mean it's not bothering group b c d and e right and okay. it, it you know i've 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 come to grips with a lot of things over the last you know three months, let alone 40 years of things that just because it's not my experience doesn't mean it's not the experience for others. And I'll be perfectly honest, Sammy, in the last week, I've had multiple people reach out to me and, and say, oh, there's the group of people trying to change the name again, or oh, are these people serious? Or oh, like what? And And I think to myself, for most of those people, and me included for a long time, Crusaders was just a nickname akin to the Boilermakers or the Bobcats or the Lions. And I, you know, to me, I've always thought, and, and I'm probably repeating myself from something that, that I've said earlier um, before you and I talked, that it Crusaders always feels odd as Valpo's nickname to me because it's not like was Valpo in the Crusades, right? Like, you know, like, um, I, I think regionally, right? And, yeah. and, to, you know, if if we were going to do something regionally, like, I like, I'm a Wisconsin fan, Wisconsin Badgers, it's the state animal. That makes sense to yeah. me. Even the Purdue Boilermakers, right? Uh, Indiana Hoosiers, although I still have to this day have no idea what a Hoosier is, although I'll probably get in trouble for saying that, right? Like, <laughs> the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. A lot of these names kind of tie in to a degree, and I just think, like, what could Valpo be? I always joked about the Valparaiso Koala Bears because it's so nonsensical to me, because I also feel like a lot of other nicknames are nonsensical to me. Um,
1: well, let me add one to your list. I, I went to school at the University of Akron in Ohio, and they are the Zips. And the Zip is a kangaroo. So i never seen a kangaroo in Akron, Ohio. <laughs> but... Go
0: figure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it, so, you know, look, we, we can – I've often said that we can kind of have some fun with this, right? And going back for the times that Parker and I would talk about the Valparaiso koala bears, it, to me, it was a fun thing. And sports should be fun. And I guess I come down on the idea that if it's difficult for somebody like you who is a fervent fan – and I've seen you at games and you're loud – and you, I think, like to talk to the refs every now and again, politely. Um, yeah. You know, you you are as invested in Valpo athletics as anybody is. And if it makes you one of the primary supporters uncomfortable, I feel like that's a good enough reason because the the only answer that I see on the other side is we shouldn't change the nickname because that's the way it's always been. And, and, and I think I felt that way a long time ago. I think I often thought, why change the nickname? It's the way it's always been. You know, I loved the Marquette Warriors growing up, they won the national championship a couple years before I was born. And I thought it was ridiculous that they changed their name to the Golden Eagles, because it was the way it's always been. And then ten years later, they changed their name from the Golden Eagles to the Marquette Gold, and that lasted for about fifteen minutes before they changed the name back to the Golden Eagles. And now it's, they've been the Golden Eagles forever. Dwayne Wade was a Golden Eagle, so like, right. what's wrong with it? So, uh, do you have a name in mind? This is this is the I guess the thousand dollar question here. Do you have a name in mind that you would go with?
1: Uh, I really haven't given too much thought into it, but uh, I'm sure people uh, can easily come up with a. I think anything will be better than the Crusaders, in my opinion. Now I don't know if uh, maybe I can share some history for the sake of the listeners. You know that Valparaiso was not always the Crusaders. Oh yeah, the Ulans. We were, we were the yeah, and eventually in a in the nick of time, and in, during World War II when we were at war with the Germans, we someone decided that we cannot be the German fighters when we're fighting them. So let's come up with an alternative and the crusaders came up just like that so the same way we could change it uh because of uh, the world war that we were fighting the germans in we can easily change uh, the name again too um also i understand that people don't like change and especially in these days uh where some people are feeling that everything is changing on them and that uh, like others, like me, for example, people don't like the fact that, may may not like the fact that there is a Muslim professor at Valparaiso University. And like, I understand that. But at the end of the day, Valpo has made a decision as an institution saying we want to be open, we want to be inclusive, we want to be welcoming. And I feel very welcome. And I I, I feel at home. And like I said, I love Valpo with all my heart. Uh, I, I just feel like, You're doing all the right things uh, or most of the right things. Might as well do this little extra thing. Mascots are supposed to be uh, a branding thing. It's supposed to be uh, a banner outside your store to attract people. So if it is repelling people, you're paying money. You're creating a brand that you're investing in to repel some people. That's not good marketing. That's not good business. Let me let me ask you a question. Yeah. Let's say you, are this, you wanted to go study abroad, and you decided to go study abroad, let's say, in Egypt. Uh, and there was a school called the University of Cairo, let's say, jihadist. Would you go there?
0: It's a good point. It's a good point. I, I,
1: I can sit there and argue with you that we don't mean jihadist in that sense, and it means struggling and improving lives and all that. It, it's just a term that's, that's repelling to a lot of people. It's offensive to a lot of people. So why use it? Change is hard, but, yeah, we, we, we do the right thing. We don't do the easy thing. That's what we do in the search of truth and the and, uh, light and all those kind of things. So, yeah, I think uh, going back to the question you asked me a couple minutes ago about what would be a good name, I think something related to, to light would be really good.
0: Yeah, and that's certainly, that's example. you know, if you look at, at the university, um, in thy light, we see thy light is, uh, is, yep. is a phrase. The student newspaper is called The Torch. The student yearbook is called The Beacon. The student radio station is called The Source. The, uh, the student TV station is called The Shield, uh, their news program. The literary magazine is called The Lighter. Uh, there's uh, There's all sorts of things out there. Uh, I, you know what, Sammy, I, I, I really do think that you, you really tied it up very eloquently there at, at, at the end. And I think I'm going to leave it at that because I think that that's, that's a really good way to look at it. The, the, just kind of what you've just said about, I mean, the mascot should draw people in, not rebel people. And the one thing that I would add, and, and it's just something that, that I think everyone should kind of check their, their mindset. I I've been affiliated with Valpo for a long time, dating back to 1999. And I didn't choose an affiliation with Valpo because they were named the Crusaders. It, it, that name never, never meant anything to, like, it wasn't the, I didn't go there because they were the Crusaders. I don't know that anyone chooses this school or, or chooses, you know any program really because of the nickname of the sports teams. But if people are not choosing the school because of the nickname, that seems to be a problematic thing. So doctor, thank you very much. Um, Thank you for listening. All these, all these episodes and uh, thrilled to have you on here. And I, I can't wait hopefully to get basketball back. We'll see. And, uh, yeah. yeah, stay safe and go go Browns, right?
1: That's right. <laughs> yeah, and uh, thank you for having me. I, I enjoyed listening to, to the episodes, and I enjoy your other work as well. So thank you for uh, all you do for Valpo basketball and all Valpo-related stuff. And uh, I really enjoy your work, and thank you for having me.
0: Hey, thank you. My pleasure. Those are some strong and thoughtful words from Dr. Corbatley there. I really appreciate Sammy taking the time to, to chat here. I thought that, you know, for him talking about going back home, talking to his niece, you know, about about Valpo and knowing that he can't say crusades. Here's my thing. Valpo is in a struggle right now trying to get students to come here. And Valpo's reached out to a lot of international programs and brought students in and or or even people that are born here in the US who are Muslim and people who are who want to come to Valpo in all inclusive university at least that is what Valpo sells itself as and if Sammy is saying that 50% of the people he talks to in engineering who are Muslim immediately push Valpo to the side when they hear that they're named the crusaders and then he uses the example of jihadists and and look it's not my reality but it's someone's reality and I don't care enough about the nickname to die on the hill of saying we need to keep the nickname over the sensibilities of people who are offended by it. It just doesn't—it doesn't mean anything to me, right? Like, I, and I mentioned this when I was talking to him, but like, I you know I get it. I get where the name comes from. Matter of fact, I want to go here to the torch from January twenty second, nineteen forty one. Here is a quote from Op Kretzmann. The term crusader, officially adopted by the Faculty Athletic Committee of the university as the name of our athletic teams, is, I believe, an excellent choice. It connotes the courage and devotion to the ideals for which the university stands. In addition, it is a constant reminder to the public that Valparaiso University is proud of its religious background. Although a great number of suggestions of merit were submitted, I believe that the final choice of the athletic committee is thoroughly in keeping with the traditions of the university." The traditions of the university, they didn't have a mascot for a long time. And then in 1931, they chose the Yulans over the Dunesmen and the Vandals. The Yulans was a German cavalry officer. And when Valpo started fighting the Germans in World War II, Valpo moved away – When, when the, excuse me, when the U.S. started fighting uh, the Germans in World War II, uh, Valpo moved away from that. They adopted the Crusaders. And they have changed um, the the mascot itself multiple times. They modeled it after Notre Dame for a while, and uh, then they had kind of the the cartoon. A Disney cartoonist drew one, and then ultimately the one that we've we've got now. And so there's been an evolution in the mascot. Now, as, as Sammy mentioned, Yulon's there. To me, I just. I just don't know why Crusaders – and I understand the Lutheran connection and all of that and Christian connection, but it just it, – it, it doesn't feel like a name that it, – it's just – mascots seem odd to me in the first place, right? And, and, and I think I mentioned this with Sammy. Duke. Duke are the Blue Devils. Why are they the Blue Devils? I don't know as a matter of fact. Duke is Duke to me. You know, they put Duke on their jerseys, and, and that's what they are, and I don't care about their mascot. They're such a brand that it, I don't care about their mascot. I don't, you know, I don't, I think of the, some of the Ivy League schools, Harvard, I think they're the Crimson, right? Are they just a color? I don't, their mascot doesn't really matter. Cornell is the big red. I now, they've got, they've got a mascot, right? Um, it's a bear, but, and I'm sure the bear has a name, but- you know, their, 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 their mascot is the big red, right? Marquette did this too. You know, they went from the Golden Eagles to the Marquette gold. Um, they did that for about 10 minutes, and then they went back to Golden Eagles. I just, to me, can't you just be Valpo? Do you have to have something? Just be Valpo. Everywhere you go, Valparaiso, 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 they just it, it just, just say Valpo. And just be done with it, right? I mean, I, I kind of feel that way a little bit. Um, Valpo and Holy Cross are the only two schools that are the Crusaders in Division One athletics. Holy Cross recently announced that they would keep the nickname, but they were moving away from the mascot itself, and uh, and and they they were proactive about it. And you know, the student newspaper at Holy Cross used to be called the Crusader. They changed their name to the Spire, and uh, it's just you know, and and this is the topic of conversation a lot, a lot. Among a lot of other things today, the Washington football team announced that they were going to do a thorough examination into their name. Now they did it because FedEx, their corporate sponsor, of their field told them, change your name. And Nike pulled all of the merchandise from their store. Um, Again, I just feel like I hear Sammy say people might not come to Valpo because of the name. I don't think anyone's coming to Valpo because of the name. And if no one's coming to the school because of the name, and there are people who are not coming because of the name, change the name. Like, change the name. I get accused a lot of kind of holding Valpo's water and not criticizing the school and whatnot. I'm not trying to really come off as critical of the school here. I just think it's time. Change the name. This article, so I wrote that column in September 29th, 2000. A couple weeks later in November, there was a, a forum on campus in November of 2000, and It uh, there was a lot of there was a there was a a poll that was done by an individual, a student senator who found that 85 percent said Valpo shouldn't change the name. Again, I just ran a poll on Twitter that's from 475 people, which was four times the amount of what this poll had that said, you know, 81 percent said, no, you shouldn't change the name. I wonder how many of those people that voted will listen to what Sammy has to say and change their mind or dig in even further. Um, some other interesting things here. Uh, there was a student senator, again, this is 20 years ago, said that their family had been attending VU for many years and they would possibly think twice about making contributions to the university if the name were to be changed. I'm sure that there are people out there who will stop giving money to Valpo if they change the name. I also think that there are a lot of people who might start giving money to the university if they were to change their name. And if you're, I, this is the hard part for me. Cause I'm like in the middle, right? Like I understand that it's an offensive name. So I want it changed. I'm not somebody who's going to sit here and say, you know, like I love the nickname, let's go. And again, I'm telling you, I've been to so many Valpo athletic events and I've, I've half my wardrobe at one point in my life was crusader gear and all of that. Um, and I'm cool with making the change. And honestly, I've told you this before. If we change to the Valpo koala bears, I'll, I'll buy, I'll quit my job as a re- objective reporter and I'll buy every piece of clothing that there is there because I just love koala bears. Um, and again, for those of you who are new to the show here, uh, we've been joking about Valpo koala bears for four years, I think, or two, three years, something like that. Um, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm fascinated to see where this goes. Now, here is the elephant in the room, so long as the elephant hasn't been laid off. Um, there have been a lot of cuts at Valpo, a ton. This The school, like many schools, its size and in its foothold and all of that, is struggling financially at the moment. But COVID-19 has wrecked higher education, right? There's been a lot of problems that have occurred. Valpo's had issues, you know, with the law school closing, um, there was a, a lot of relationships with international students that have kind of faded a little bit, and, and there's many reasons for that. Um, and, you know, some will tell you that, you know, when when in, in the in the 80s and the 90s, Valpo was much more uh, Lutheran church-based, right? I mean, I've gone to Lutheran schools all my life, and I, I got recruited in fifth grade by Valpo. And when I say recruited, meaning I got a letter with a pennant that I hung on my wall and, uh, and, and my name was on a database because I went to a Lutheran grade school. I've got a coworker who tells me that when he went to Valpo, he, it was like 85% Lutheran and it's much, 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 much smaller now. And there are people that'll tell you that that's one of the problems that Valpo has is that they kind of got away from their base a little bit. I'm not smart enough to know the answers to all those questions. And maybe if Valpo changed their name, it would alienate a whole bunch of other people, right? But to me, that feels like fake rage, and maybe I'm wrong. May I'll be the first to admit that I could be naive here, but, but standing up and saying I'm not going to support the university anymore because they're going to change the nickname feels like fake rage. The idea of someone saying the Crusades were offensive because of the attack on the Muslim faith and if Valpo strives to be an inclusive university of all people of all faiths that's something i think you got to listen to and if on your face you say you don't want to listen to it that's a diff, that's a that's a thing that i i don't know at the end of the day look we're talking about sports we're talking about we're talking about coming together and speaking a common language you know sports is a common language And if one group is telling you that it hurts and they can't be a part of it, I think you got to listen to that. Now I'm here for the other side of the conversation and I'm happy to have it. I'll tell you, I was firmly, and I'm telling you, waving the flag firmly in the camp at one point in my life of do not change the nickname. I think you're absurd for complaining about it. I am now firmly on the other side of I want to listen to people that have got problems with it. All right. I don't have a name for you. I I don't know the Valpo lights. I, I I'm not going to tell you that Valpo torchbearers, because that's a whole nother issue with Valpo's history of possibly being bought by the KKK at one point. And I'm just not here for that imagery. Um, so I don't have a name for you. I just go with Valpo right now. Just go with Valpo. Look, I've preached a lot here. I know that I probably pissed off some of you. I know that some of you are like, hell yeah, let's you know when we're when we can be socially responsible, let's get together and and, and talk more in person. Let's do it, right? I, I'm here for the conversation, right? It's all I can say. Uh, and one of the reasons why I may be so passionate in talking about this right now is because there are no sports to talk about. I you know give me Brandon Wood dropping forty in the TBT. Give me Alec Peters getting a double double. You know, give me all of this stuff, right? I'm, I cannot wait to watch the TBT this weekend because I want sports back, but I do think this is an important conversation. I'm fascinated to hear a constructive conversation about this, not the divisiveness that we're seeing out there a lot. And I've seen a ton of it in that Facebook group, right? People jumping on board and, and basically they don't want to hear other sides. And the group that started this is a part of that too, Right. They've basically said, this is a group for people that agree with us. We're not here to have the debate. Let's have the debate, right? Shoot me an email. Let's do it. Let's talk about it. Let's have the conversation. I think it's a good conversation to have, right? And I but and, and I want to go back to this point. We talked about the elephant in the room. A lot of people lost their jobs at Valpo the last couple of weeks, right? A lot of people did. Any kind of brand change is going to cost money. There's no question about that. You got to do a new floor or new, new logos on the floor. You got to do new letterhead. You got to do all this. You've got to spend money to promote the change that you're going to make. I don't know where that money is right now. This is, it's not here. It's it's not in Valpo, right? It, it, it's it. now, is it in the pockets of the alums who are passionate about making this change? Yes, it might be, but then there might be a lot of other people who pull stuff. I, you know, I don't know. And I'll also say this, money should not be the reason Valpo does this. If they do it, they should do it because it's the right thing to do. The Washington football team is going to change their name because money talks. And it's going to be an empty gesture on my part. It's going to be good. They're going to do it. It's going to be great. And I'll tell you this, they're going to get a new logo. They're going to spend a ton of money researching a new logo and a new team. And a bunch of people are going to buy this stuff. And people are going to embrace it and they're going to make a ton of money and it's all going to be a money game. I, you know, I don't know. Okay. Uh, I've rambled on long enough. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. Thank you for listening. If you made it all the way through to the end, um, I really do want to hear the other side. And I know, again, I know it's probably journalism malpractice that I just had. Sammy's viewpoint on here, and really kind of my viewpoint. Although I did kind of read you my old column, my 20-year-old self had that viewpoint. I want to hear more about it. All right, shoot me an email, find me on Twitter, or in Nwi on at gmail.com or Nwi Orin on Twitter. I'm gonna find the person who got my Nwi Orin Gmail account. I'm not a fan of that, but uh, thank you very much for listening. Have a great Fourth of July, and we'll be back. The, the you know we'll be back as soon as we can be. Thank you very much.